0: Welcome to The Compassionate Creative, the podcast that shares the stories of creative leaders who work to pave a path forward in their industries and do so with compassion, authenticity, and integrity. I'm your host, Charlene Dinger a fellow creative who is inspired by artists and innovators that push their work forward from a place of compassion. I hope you join me on this journey. Stay curious, listen with an open heart and mind, and hopefully we will all find some inspiration along the way. Hello again, my lovely listener. Welcome to another Free Flow Friday Happy Friday to you, um, depending on when you are listening to this, obviously. Uh, today, I'm diving right in. I must admit, I am a little bit nervous to be recording this particular Free Flow Friday um, because I've been struggling a lot over the past week or so to channel my energy and channel my emotions um, around so much, really, but specifically what is happening here in Canada and in my province, Ontario in particular, um, with this uh, trucker freedom convoy happening in our capital. And I've been doing a lot on social media as far as uh, reposting and, um, you know, really kind of listening to what a lot of the educators have to say around this subject. And when I say educators, I mean uh, anti-racism, anti-oppression educators and... I've just been having a really difficult time kind of being able to express or, I suppose, put into words the energy that I'm feeling around this whole situation. And I just thought, what better way to use my platform, this podcast, uh, to to share that, to share some of my thoughts and to really um, just be able to put all of my thoughts down, write it out and sort of get this energy out of me because I've just been really feeling quite anxious. Um, You know, I've really noticed that my energy has been kind of all over the place and being pulled in various directions. I've had to do many, many meditation sessions to try and reground and regroup and make sure my energy is correct for when I, you know, step into my role as a leader, as a mentor, as a, as a teacher. Um, and so I thought that I would just take some time today to, to just share. Um, I am by no means an educator on this subject at all. I will not, you know, um, pretend to be, and I'm probably going to get a lot of things wrong. And that's Okay. Because I continue to learn, I continue to grow. And I have been learning from so many incredible educators, um, anti-racism, anti-oppression educators, and I will certainly include those those teachers of mine in the show notes today. Um, I have done and I continue to do so much work around dismantling my own biases, um, checking my own privilege. And I really try my best to do all of my work, especially as a yoga instructor, especially as a mentor to young dancers, uh, through these lenses. Um, so I just wanted to kind of share a little bit about what my thoughts are on this topic. And I thought that I would start with just like some a literal definition of what privilege is. So privilege is a special right, advantage, or immunity granted or available only to a particular person or group. And I think in this context, it's good to offer also um, what the difference is between a right and a privilege. So a right is something that cannot be legally denied, such as right to free speech right to religion, your right to raise a family, your right to peacefully protest. A privilege is something, again, that can be given and taken away and is considered to be a special advantage or opportunity that is only available to certain people. And I want to share something that has been really helpful for me when it comes to understanding my own privilege. And this is a really wonderful tool that I got from one of my teachers, Jamila Malika. And it's called The Wheel of Power and Privilege. And it's, a, it's an illustration um, by Sylvia Duckworth. Again, I will include a link to this in the show notes so you can see the visual of it. But just to give you an idea, if you can um, visualize this now, there's a, a wheel, this wheel of power and privilege. And in the center of the wheel is the word Power. On the outside of the wheel is the word marginalized. And some of the different categories are citizenship, skin color, formal education, ability, sexuality, mental health, body size, wealth, language, gender. And all of those are sort of um, listed on the wheel, around the wheel. And the closer you are to the center, which is where power is, you will see words like white, thin, English, rich, able-bodied. The closer you get to the outside of the circle, which is where marginalized is written, you will see words like dark, homeless, poor significant disability, undocumented. And basically where you place yourself on this wheel gives you an idea of where you land in proximity to power and privilege. And so this wheel, I always return to it. Um, It has been very, very helpful for me to understand privilege And obviously, it brings up a lot of thoughts around this subject. So with this visual of this wheel in mind, um, I'll now share just a few of my thoughts on privilege, how it relates to the pandemic, and this trucker freedom convoy that's happening right now in, in Ontario. So this pandemic has obviously brought up so much for so many. Um, and I think mostly for me, when I really think about what, what it is doing for us as a society, is, it, is uh, it has allowed for more space and time to shed light on so many injustices and so many weaknesses in our systems. You know, we're all at this point so frustrated, tired, traumatized by all of this. I see this in my students. I see this in my coworkers. I see this in small business owners. You know, the studios that I work for, I've seen those owners struggling through this pandemic. Healthcare workers, teachers, we're tired. And I think that, you know, this is why there's so many people that are wanting to stand up and make their voices heard because we're frustrated. We're frustrated with how things have been handled. We're frustrated with having to continue to have these lockdowns, to continue to have these mandates, et cetera, et cetera. So I understand Do I think our governments on a federal and provincial level level, um, have stepped up and prioritized the needs of everyone? No. Are there many things that I have disagreed with along the way? Yes. Do I believe we all have the right to protest peacefully and let our voices be heard? Absolutely. One hundred percent. What I do not believe in and what I do not align with, however, is protesting next to people who intentionally harm others and intentionally abuse their privilege, which to me is what is very clearly happening with this freedom convoy. And I have freedom convoy in quotes every time it's written. And, you know. I'll allow you to obviously do your own research on this and educate yourself um, on who the leaders of this protest are, what their backgrounds are, what they stand for, and you can draw your own conclusions. But what I want to focus on is how people are being harmed and people are being traumatized Because of this protest, which to me is not peaceful and it is not inclusive. And this is why I have named this Check Your Privilege. We can just simply look at marginalized groups that have, you know, demonstrated and protested and tried to stand up for their rights indigenous communities here in Canada that have tried to stand up for their land who are continuing to fight for clean water we look at how they are met when they when they do this when they protest they're met with violence they are left they are left feeling unheard just as they have been since As settlers, we came in and took away their land. But then when we look at those with more privilege, for example, the white leaders of this so-called freedom convoy, who claim to be protesting and standing up for their rights, but at the same time are defacing public property and monuments in Ottawa, who are, you know, verbally assaulting workers in restaurants in the city who are promoting white supremacy without any consequences. The privilege in these situations is crystal clear to me. And where I believe, you know, my frustration, and this is something that I've been really trying to kind of work through over the past week or so, And trying to kind of really hone in what it is that is really bothering me and frustrating me about it is that many people with a closer proximity to power and privilege who are aligning themselves with this protest, with this freedom convoy, have forgotten about those who are most vulnerable and who are less privileged. So those who work in lower-income households. Those who don't have the choice or the means to work from home. Those who are immunocompromised or might have family members that are immunocompromised. I myself am immunocompromised. And these are, of course, mostly marginalized groups. People of colour, Indigenous people. Um, And so it's frustrating to see how people have kind of forgotten about them. And I think an even bigger frustration for me is when I hear people say, you know, they're standing up for everyone. This movement is for unity for all. And this is simply not true. As someone who is in the, quote, wellness industry... Again, having done some work around teaching from an anti-oppression and trauma-informed lens, I'm really trying to understand how this word unity is being thrown around in the same space where the Confederate flag is also being flown. And especially hearing this from people who are also in this so-called wellness sector who are meant to be helping others, who are meant to be guiding them to become better versions of themselves. This is not a situation where we can simply send love and light out and turn a blind eye to the amount of harm this is causing to so many people. You know, we live in a very individualistic society. How does this affect me? How is this affecting my world? And I think that this is where some people are being misguided or have maybe just become a little bit lost because it's really easy to fall into this. It's really easy to, you know, look at how we have individually been affected by mandates, by regulations. Again, the government has not done the best job in navigating this pandemic, and I do believe if we had better guidance and better leadership, we would have been in a different place, maybe with less restrictions at this point. But it's gotten so wrapped up in how we've individually been affected that we are forgetting about those on the outskirts of privilege, on the outside of that wheel, So, when we say, but they are standing up for our rights and our freedoms, who is included in our? Are the vulnerable included in that? Are people of color included in that? Are Black communities included? Are Indigenous communities included? The homeless? The disabled? Is everyone truly being included in this? And if you believe that they are and you want to continue to stand beside the people who are leading this movement, that is your right. That is your choice. But I will say it loud and clear right here, right now. We are not in alignment and you need to check your privilege. And this is not a call out. This is not a call out by any means. This is a calling in. This is a calling in for you to take another look at your biases, your proximity to power, your proximity to privilege. It's hard. It's very, very hard. But this is also an invitation to let you know it's okay to change your mind, to admit when you're wrong, which is really hard to do, and to empower you to know that it's okay to admit that. I get a lot wrong. It's very hard to admit, but I know that I can also change my mind. And I just want to finish by saying, you know, in line with what I hope is the messaging of this podcast and the compassionate creative. I hope that we can continue to ask questions, to challenge each other, to come back to our inherent compassion for all to truly embrace empathy for all and to be inclusive because I believe that if we can come back to those qualities that we all have, then we can truly stand up all together and truly say that we are united, that we are standing for unity for all. Deep breath in. Oh my goodness. Deep breath out. That was mostly for me. I want to thank you so much for allowing me to use this platform to just share my thoughts. Um, I think that this has been really helpful for me actually to just speak my mind and be able to share. Again, If I got some things wrong, I would love for you to let me know. Um, This is an open discussion. I would really, really, really love to hear from you on this. Um, I would love to actually have a discussion around this because I think a lot can get lost over social media. And so... I invite you to reach out to me, please do. I'd love to to actually have a chat with you about this. And if you have any thoughts that you want to add to this, if there's anything else that, you know, you think I kind of left out of this, please let me know as well. I'm so grateful for you, my lovely listener. I am so thankful that you chose to Uh, press play on this particular episode today and as always I'm so grateful uh, to be able to share this space with you so I'll leave you with those thoughts and I will be back next week with a new guest episode in the meantime I invite you to continue to dive in continue to do your own research continue to uh call yourself in, look at your own biases, and continue to do this work to um, uphold compassion for all. I'll see you next week. In the meantime, take care.